Etruscan addicts, drugs not yet synthesized, black marketeers of World War III, excisers of telepathic sensitivity, osteopaths of spirit, investigators of infractions denounced by bland paranoid chess players. Do you love freedom? Do you love being clean? Then you'll love Hero Soap Company. Made in the USA. Chemical and fragrance free. A portion of each purchase donated to veteran and first responder charities. Initial subscription purchase is matched bar for bar and sent overseas to deploy troops. Let freedom clean. Hero Soap Company. What is going on my freaks, geeks, and free thinkers? This is Mike Romanelli with the Free Thinkers Society. This is episode number 18. I am here in studio with my main man, Clint Esposito. What's up, Clint? Not much. How are you? I'm all right. I feel like I'm waiting for something. I don't know. What are we waiting for? I just, that's just the way I've been feeling for days now. The other shoe to drop with the, the Venus? Yeah, I just feel, <laughs> I just feel like it's uh, just we're waiting. I just keep waiting. I don't know. I, I know what we're waiting for, but we're waiting. I'm waiting for... I feel like we're going to... More restrictions. Yeah, exactly. You know, the whole more... Who is our president? Yeah, these are all good questions right now. I I feel like I've been waiting since March. Yeah, that's true. This whole year has just been waiting for something. I decided today... I know we should probably do a little bit of intro. That's okay. I'm going to be training a thought right now. I decided today, and I wanted to talk to you and all the guys about it, that, and I used to live this way all the time, and it's very hard with my job, but I decided today that I'm going to really try to live, sounds cliche, in the moment for the day, and not wait and worry so much about what's coming up. And I know it's very hard because all we are doing constantly is booking and planning shows, so it's a little bit counterproductive, but for myself, like I'll use the club as an example, we have so many shows booked, and so many questions, and so I'm just like, you know what? Each, whatever show is that, that show that day, like, that's all I'm going to give my attention to. And I'm going to think, I'm going to try to live my whole life that way and not keep worrying about when are they going to tell us that we have to shut down? When are they going to, and just, okay, this is what is, right now, tomorrow the rules are the 10 o'clock shutdown, right, for New Jersey? Yeah. It's not today. So today it's just a regular day. So is it shut down or is it um, you just can't be serving anymore or like everybody's got to be out of the place? Dude, that's it, man. That's the whole thing. The whole thing is that with it a- sounds everyone like, calls like no me, serving at 10. It, exactly. So everyone calls me and they think I get some inside scoop. So like so what is it? I'm like the same article you read is what us bar and restaurant owners yeah. get. We read the same article. We listen to the same news channel. Nobody comes and tells us. And when you do get an official, I'm not knocking them because a lot of them are just doing their jobs and most of them roll their eyes. They kind of like are like, I, I, you know, it's like it's like all subjective. It's all good until it's not all good. Yes. <laughs> now, with that being said, I think that there's, you know, I there's lots of pictures going around, especially in this town where uh, there's just bars packed, you know, yeah. and I've said it from the beginning. I'm in the hospitality business. So I, I never I didn't I never joined to be I, I'm here to make every person feel uh, happy, comfortable, welcome. Um, the second I got to start policing my guest, I don't want to do this. It's the opposite. <clears throat> you know, I'm here to I want everyone to feel comfortable. I want everyone right. to think this is their home. So if I got to tell people you're not wearing your mask, sit down. So I'm very loose with the rules. However, 
there's bars around the area that are just like nothing's going on and they're packed elbow to elbow and we don't do that either right we've pulled the seat we've done things to make it where people will follow whatever these fucking guidelines are that we're still following well and you're not over full i mean i would think that that's ultimately the biggest i know that they like to push their masks and all that stuff but uh yeah you know it's so arbitrary like uh you can have a mask on when you're drinking and sitting but as soon as you stand up you must put your mask on and then you 10 o'clock you can't serve any food like because covid becomes active on food at 10 o'clock or something like none of it makes any sense in a way okay to play devil's advocate even though i think all these rules are fucked and they're stupid give me a spin on the 10 o'clock all right so this is where (laughs) it it really it it makes zero sense for this location but let's just say i I, what i think they're how they're where they come up with this idea is at 10 o'clock people's inhibitions start dropping they're out there just drinking making having, out yeah just making <laughs> out with each other that's when the you know that's when the gangbangs start no but i think uh, the whole idea that's why they want people to stand in a bar is because now once again guys whoever's listening don't throw your phone and scream and yell. i'm not saying i agree with any yeah. of this and i'm actually more to the idea my brain actually really goes i think they don't want us standing because we're going to start talking about all the fucked up shit between the election and the rules and all and how we're all kind of on the same page and not as different as the news portrays us. But if I'm going to say, okay, why do they come up with these things as a business owner? It is because that's their that's what they're saying. They're saying that when you have some drinks, you start getting loose. You start talking to other people. They they don't want strangers interacting. <clears throat> I mean, did you see today that Governor Cuomo literally just before I got here, I think it broke while on my way here, that Cuomo in New York said that it's illegal to have more than 10 people in a private residence. That's some crazy shit, man. That's some crazy um, shit. I didn't hear it was actually illegal. I did see something, and it may have been by the CDC, I don't remember, where it was like uh, you should bring your own plate and utensils yeah. Yeah. to Thanksgiving yep. and possibly your own food. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. I was on. Uh, I was in uh, Tommy G's Discord last night, and I posted that. And I got everyone going with that. I saw I saw it while we were in there, and I posted it. And I was like, I would choke slam everyone in my family if they showed up, one, with a mask at Thanksgiving. And <laughs> I can't room. even imagine my giant Italian family. Everyone had to bring their own Tupperware of food. Oh, my God. My like, grandmother would be really, um It really is going Nazi Germany, like, with that, like, limiting how many people can get together in your own fucking house. They say, we really, uh, we we discourage singing. That was in California. Because they don't want, what is it, the shit they sing during Christmas? Um... uh, Carol. Yeah, Carol. Christmas Carol. (laughs) Yeah, right? Can't be spreading Jesus around here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, um... That's actually interesting, though, Clint. I never thought of that angle. I, I believe most communist societies are atheists. So that's interesting. That's another level of a conspiracy that probably is part of it. Trying yeah. to, I mean, they think about it, they've been, you know, I don't I don't jump into that whole, but people, you know, uh, got rid of um, Jesus and Christmas and God and all that stuff with Christmas and people getting so upset, upset about happy holidays and all that crap. Uh, so it's uh, listen, man. Everything here is a slow rollout. It's so slow. It's such a slow game for them. Yeah, well, that's what it is with anything. They learned uh, big, um, like the Romans 
eventually learned that you couldn't go in and force Christianity on them. Mm-hmm. You had to kind of uh, intertwine with them for a little bit and then try and like, you know, because the takeovers went much more easily when, when people accept it. Yeah. You just when they didn't try to just force, uh, yeah. force even religion on them. Absolutely, man. I mean, some of this stuff is definitely coming up quick. Some stuff is definitely happening fast, like like the 10 o'clock curfew that's going to go into effect tomorrow or the um, no, no, no more. You can't sit at a bar anymore or something. That's once again, it's a little subjective because these drunk people get talking. You could. I mean, it's just crazy. But there's um, I do feel like once again, now I'm going against what I said, but I do feel like there's a lockdown coming. I feel like. I do the the you won't see it on the mainstream media, but all the other outlets that I look at and and people I really trust, they they're saying Trump's winning, and that he's he's going, and it That's does look like it's what I've uh, I've been seeing a lot of evidence of that too. Did you see what's his name say that there will be a smooth transition to a second Trump present term? I saw something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I've, uh, I saw something pa- like that. Uh, who the hell is it? Pompeo or right? Something? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, did you see um, de Blasio's uh, daughter Mm-mm. caught saying um, Biden stole the election? She's like, I, I mean, won the and she like literally tried to cover it up. What is she a news person? No, she's something? like that chick that with the crazy eyes that was like riding with Antifa in uh, New York. And it's like, I think she got arrested and like, oh, it's the mayor's daughter. So where did this video come from? Like her Snapchat oh, no. or something? She knows she was on like they interviewed her in a, in a, in a park at a protest. Or as a celebration, I guess it wasn't a protest, or they were celebrating was Biden. And she literally said it and like tries to like back it up. It's hilarious. That thing needs to be viral. It should be everywhere. Uh, I'm sure by tomorrow There'll we'll be. There'll be censors on that one. Yeah. Fact check. Yeah, yeah. Taken out of context. Fake. It was taken out of context. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a landslide. He stole it from him. That's what she actually meant. <laughs> they do the uh so I had a, a fact check. I posted a video of the woman doing the filling out the um, mm-hmm. ballots and it was like the fact checking on the post was actually other fact checkers have found this to be and i'm like yo you're not even fact checking anymore you're just like uh, somebody else said that this was not true and we're going with that dude it's getting crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are these other fact checkers that said this well you can just have arbitrary no-name fact checkers now it's getting crazy. Clint, doesn't it seem to like what I was saying about Trump? Okay. So we had all of these, I won't even call, I won't, I won't, I won't call them protests because they weren't celebrations, right? All over. And if you see, if you actually looked at some of the people, you're like, oh my God. Um, yeah. That's who the civil war, that's one side of the civil war. This is where it gets dicey though. Yeah, you're right. That's <laughs> who, that's who we think it is, but you know. What do you do in a civil war if you don't like this country? You you know you slip I, in. Some, listen, I don't want any of that. So I would like everybody to just chill the fuck out yeah. and just uh, like be cool, man. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is the problem? Seriously. Yeah. So so I so all right. So a lot we're of, not really in that bad of a like. I re- ultimately, it's ridiculous how far they've gone with the narrative narrative of the country like this is the worst fucking place to live and the rest of the world for the most part is like we would really like to make it to america (laughs) yeah exactly take your spot yeah and then they find the one percent of people somewhere that go america sucks and i'm like yo go to like every other fucking country 
I had people in Colombia like they saw I had American money yeah. and they started paying me in Colombian money just to have American bills. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you know, Although it's, it's the guy funny. in China did laugh at me and said, I said, do you take dollars? He goes, no. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and I thought I was about to kung fu fight him. <laughs> that was to get on the ferry to cross the river. That's literally how he did it. And I thought people were going to jump out and kick me in the face. Or that video game kung fu. <laughs> That's how I can picture in my mind when you said it. That's exactly what he sounded like, dude. I picture I like thought, a final boss. I thought for sure I was I about just, to like fight people to have it to went get eight on bit. the and I just saw like a <laughs> Chinese uh, character from Kung Fu. Like, <laughs> it was the man in the little booth for the to get on the ferry. Oh man, I wish I could play that game. I need to play that game. So, what I was getting at, right? So, the stage. I mean, if once you could start seeing, you know, once I once my eyes started opening, and I'm sure a lot of other listeners, and maybe even yourself, once you start understanding and you start awakening, everything becomes so much clearer. Especially like the news right you know you know just the path you know where things are going and it's so obvious that 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 it's set up that everyone's gonna be so disappointed they're gonna be so disappointed oh, the letdown is gonna be so much worse and then <laughs> boom trump so then it's like even so if you look at it like two ways so so even if he wins so many people are gonna be upset it's like the hate for him is gonna be even stronger right but i do Let's just say he is playing 5D chess. And I know a lot of listeners, a lot of friends of mine constantly are on, I'm on the phone with and they're constantly telling me why he's playing 5D chess. And a lot of times it does add up. A lot of times it does. So if he was to play 5D chess, President Trump, he would, the big, un, the great awakening, all that stuff they're talking about, he'd have to uncover something giant that would unify the nation. And it's interesting because when, 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 during election night, we thought he was going to win by a landslide. Uh, I noticed that day, and and Tommy G said it to me, and I was like, that his tone started changing, that he started getting softer. And it was like, because if the second term Trump is not going to be as aggressive, this is just my, obviously my opinion, I have no idea, won't be as aggressive, it's going to be more trying to bring people together, because he's already, the ones that love him fucking love him, Right. right? And then you have people that hate him. And I think there's a, 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 a giant, not a giant, I should say, maybe half, maybe we'll call it a quarter just to have faith in humanity, that no matter what he could do, he could cure cancer, he could bring back whoever you want to bring back from the dead. There's nothing. He's just the devil, right? It doesn't matter. But then there are, there's a, there are a lot of people in this world, and I know a ton of them, tons, family, friends, that hate him so much. But I know they're good people, and I know that if he was to do something or unveil something that's going to make everyone like, holy shit, awaken, that they'll be like, okay, this guy. Free electricity. Yeah, right? So that's that's where I think. That's one of the theories, right? No, I, I, it's, it's Is not. It not? It's it's not what I was going to say, but I was going to say he has to help us some way financially, right? I so, thought his uncle. Yeah, so that that's a great one. I didn't, I didn't think of that, but that would be amazing. Yeah, the <laughs> Tesla ties, I mean, yeah. that would be unfucking believable right? Free energy. Um, Seems like a lot of mad people. <laughs> that yeah, that might you might need a little more than free energy, but I know. mean the energy companies sound like they're not going to be fucking very happy. Well, I mean he's already done a lot of shit to the pharmaceutical, which you never fucking touch to them, and he's yeah. already done a lot of shit sure. with that. So, if he is playing that chess, the, the next move, let's say, okay, boom, Trump wins. Um, 
You know, this was because the, the media. Now you just see how the media is in fucking control. Yeah, they are in control. Fox News is not on his side anymore. And I heard that Disney bought Fox. I've been telling my parents that for so long. I'm like, why do they have these people on the newscasters? They have on half the time. There's one or two that are like, oh, uh, they're even like talking shit on them. And then all the guests they have on and they never like. It's just weird because my parents watch that shit. Yeah, so and do I'm I. Like, so do they're I. not even really. I, I'm like, they're still controlled by somebody. It's interesting. What do you mean? And I'm like, they're still not. I see tons of stuff on the internet that you guys don't get shown. Yep. That you would think if th- this was 100% on his side, they would show that stuff, but they don't because they still have to adhere to some amount of like rhetoric. It's so interesting, man. It's very interesting, too, to see how controlling the media is, especially to, like, our parents' age and older. Because they know when it because was Because they all Kong have their, their head just. down. And they're like, it's over. Like, yeah. I, like now, I, I've said some crazy shit to my parents. They've listened. Now, when I'm like, no, he might win, now I'm crazy. They're like, because they're so brainwashed by Fox. Yeah. And I'm like, let me just watch this a little bit. I do think Tucker's pretty awesome. I think he's the only guy on TV that tells it as it is. And I don't know how long that will last. Um, Hannity, eh, I think he's a little bit too much of a, in my opinion, he's a little too much of a, a, a puppet on the other side where it's like too much, but you know, not as bad, but Tucker definitely looks at everything with the right type of lens. Um, but everyone else, it's just dog shit. I mean, the other day, the other day, I don't know if you saw, um, oh my God, I can't believe her name is Kaylee, right? Kaylee, um, his press secretary, she's in the middle of speaking. I don't know if you saw this, Clint. She's in the middle of speaking. Now, when when nine eleven happened, that's when I started watching the news. When when that when that press secretary would come out, the news was on that, right? You watched it because it's that's how the president's speaking to you. That's you get all the questions. Right. So she's out there talking about trying to drop some truth bombs, and all of a sudden, now obviously none of the other fucking networks they don't even show him sometimes when he's on, which is crazy. The president, which is nuts to me, but they have it on. And she starts dropping some truth bombs about how, like, you know, fraud yeah, went out or something. No, and he's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to cut from that. This is like, I just cut her off. I'm like, bro, if any of you people are still watching this and yeah. don't see what's happening, and they're actually programming some of these people to, to be like, now they lost hope. You know, I, I a family member of mine who is a very successful person, business person, loves Trump, has taught me... I honestly was not really into Trump in the beginning. I'm still on the fence. I just hope this guy is for us. But he's somebody that actually opened my eyes because he said he followed him as a businessman from the 80s or whatever. And he was telling me about how this is... You know, all, all good stuff about him. He said to me the other day, and this is the the hard, most hardcore Trump person I know that's not like a Q. Not one of those... You know, that's just a, just a regular just person that doesn't even know about any of those conspiracies. Right. He says to me yesterday... We just got to just guy. I just want it to be over. Just put Biden in, and let's just move on. And 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 four years, you know, we'll get another great candidate. Maybe it'll be Junior, and we'll just. But we just got to move on with our lives. And it's like I said, it's a businessman, right? So yeah. it's somebody that's just thinking about okay, let's just. And I get it. Like just get it over, get their vaccine or whatever they want out there to just fucking get us back. But I'm like, wow. But this person has never watched conspiracy videos. If I say a little bit too much, they're like, and I and I really appreciate. I, I really um. Appreciate this person's opinion. He's a very, very smart, successful person. And uh, I was like, wow. He, I know the only station he watches is CNBC and Fox when it comes to news. Maybe local, wherever he lives. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. That was like... 
I showed my mom something about um, one of those ballot machines or something mm-hmm. flipping 6,000 votes yeah. from Trump to uh, Biden, and they said it was just some glitch. So now they're trying to check county to count- county in Pennsylvania. And I showed my mom that, and all she says is, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do you mean interesting? <laughs> I think same thing. Like, they're, they're just, just locked in it. so hard. Like, this is the news. Yeah, that's what they told us. Yeah, yeah. You know. You know, th- that's... A, and they've been doing this for a long time. Anything that's not the big... What would you say for? MSNBC. Uh, CNN. CNN. Fox. Whatever the other one is. Um, if it's not them, it's not real news. Which that's so it's, you know, so everything else is just some whack job. Yeah. Like yeah, whatever. The internet, yeah. 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 And my I'm parents like, like the Internet stuff. It's like I'm like, well, what what if they have uncovered something? You know, no, they're just some like so it's they've just made it very easy to just vilify right off yeah. people that. Well, that's the guy came up with the, the term narrative. conspiracy theorist. They came up with that term yeah. around JFK to make people look like they were loony and crazy. That's why I always say let's call ourselves free thinkers because cons- that that term was actually invented to make us look like whack jobs. Yeah. The people that think outside the box, the people that that don't get told what to do. It's hilarious too though because if you disagree with somebody, you're a conspiracy theorist, but then they can go, "I think that I seen some democrat today be like uh that Trump was rigging the election and I just commented, "No, it, it happened flawlessly." Like because in the reverse, they say, they go, no, nothing ever happened. There's no voter fraud. But as soon as it fits their side, like, I just want That's everybody I mean. to realize that they do this all day long. And at some point, you may not be right. You're letting your feelings guide you in a certain direction, which unfortunately could be incorrect. See, that's where I think it's good. I, th- I, I believe that if this thing, if this thing really if the awakening is really upon us, if it's really happening, I believe the levels were all done on purpose. Whoever is in charge. I'm not even saying it could be something even higher than Trump. You know, maybe the creator of this universe, whatever it is, if it really the great awakening is about to happen, it's like maybe we all had to come up in levels because the ones that we know are good people and not the ones that are just going to say, fuck him no matter what, that we got to kind of, maybe something's going to come, man, where we're going to have to like almost help them out. And be like, you know, and, and and don't shame them. Don't be like, no, nah, you know, be like, no, nah, listen, you know, it sucks. You were duped into thinking this way. And I do believe a lot of people in this community will act that way. I was going to say, do you think most people are going to be ready to have that type of introspection and just go, uh, I've been thinking. There have been a lot, lot, lot of people recently, but... You're talking about a mass shift. Yeah, I'm talking about mass. I'm talking about let's just say, let's just make it as Do crazy as possible. You think that many like all those people screaming in the middle of the street and shit? Well, you think they're ready to be like? Let's play like a theoretical thing. Let's play a theoretical. <laughs> so let's say he wins, right? He wins. He becomes president, and everyone's freaking out. He comes in with his tone, and he says, "Hey, I just want to show you guys something." And it's just like a bunch of crazy videos of like. It doesn't even have to just be left, right, or Republicans. All the people that we always trusted for years, whatever. Yeah. Just doing horrible. Drip. Yeah, like Frazzle. I don't know if we're supposed to say that. I think we need oh. trouble for saying that. <laughs> okay. I was like, go, I was trying to like do Frazzle <laughs> Drip without using the word Frazzle. I didn't know that that no, was I don't like know. Yeah, buzz. fuck it. It's all right. <laughs> hey, I got I to gotta fit in with my boys. Like, we need some strikes someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that has no strikes. But uh, no. 
So let's just say, and if any of our listeners don't know what that is, it's a it's a horrible, disgusting video, allegedly, alleged video, know. you know, um, where it's like this satanic, demonic shit where they're they're torturing two a child. very large female. Yeah. So let's just say something you've like that. Heard of? Yeah. Right. Let's say something like that. Say something. So it's just a video. They, they, and it's they clear as shit. Verify. You can tell who and everybody ev- let's is. say everyone. Almost like the whole. Let's just play. Let's have okay. fun right now. And it's like the whole like Congress centers are together in just mass ceremony. And right. You see, they're all they're all in on it, right? And he shows that to everybody, right? Let's say that happens. I don't think that will, but it's something that cut and dry. Yeah. You know, I'm. I, Dude, you, you, we, we talk all the time. You have liberals in your family that you care and love for. Yeah, of course. And friends. And we have tons of friends in here. You know what? I never, I don't really care other than I do, and maybe I'm just as crazy as someone else, but it's like, man, that side right now really seems to not be good for any of us. Yeah. You know? And it's crazy because I think, I don't want to speak for you, but I know your philosophy and I know mine, like, Deep down, we're kind of we're pretty much liberal. <laughs> like I don't yeah. I don't care who you marry or who you have sex with. I don't I don't, I think all drugs should be legal, and it's your decision. I think you shouldn't touch someone's body, whether it's abortion or whether it's a fucking vaccine. Which all of a sudden that's turned into something yeah. like it's like my body, my choice, but not with a vaccine. So my views will be more on lib uh, will be more of of a, of a liberal. However, I also believe firmly about arming yourself in the second amendment you know firmly and i think it's bullshit that our state is one of the hardest states where you go to florida arizona or whatever and just get it yeah. like, and, and i think there's ways to fix it and they just like to make everything fucking complicated well all of the most of these legal things cost more money like so yeah, that's yeah. ultimately what it is and it's the same way like this is how they do everything is how government leverages everything is just with like same way they're forcing restaurants into obeying the rules Mm -hmm. hey we're gonna dangle your whatever license in front of you your liquor license your whatever you know like so it's the same way they just uh push you into it with more you know tags that you have to get more licenses more classes you know, so that's how they're like just trying more to extract regulation. their money that way. Yeah, more regulation, which I'm anti. And it's funny because I feel like, well, whatever, it doesn't matter. I feel like honestly, I feel like both, and I and I feel like Trump is really not a hardcore conservative. He just kind of came in that way to get yeah, to well, you know because he came in as an independent. No one's going to vote for Democrat him. the whole time. Believe so. Like his whole I believe life? so. Yeah. And I think there is a video of him saying or or something that if he would ever run, he'd be a Republican because it's easier to. Dupe him and all that. Yeah, I don't know if he said dupe. I think they kind of moved his words Allegedly. around. Allegedly, but uh, yeah, or, or I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Um, which whatever, it, and if he's been playing the ultimate role of just being that guy, and then is gonna pull a switcheroo, like not a switcheroo, but at least just a a paradigm shift, kind of, and try to bring everyone together. I mean, that would be amazing. So back to the experiment, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say there's just some crazy video that just gets broadcast that everyone sees. All t- It doesn't matter. Your phone, everywhere. Everyone has to see it. It doesn't matter if you have TV. Whatever. It just somehow you see this. Every person, right? Now, all these people that already knew this, like you're, 
I've seen, I've, I know about the craziest things, but still when I watched the George, George, George Floyd video, it still did something to me because I watched the man get his neck, you know, so it still, it still moved me. It still bothered me, even though I've seen him be desensitized, but it still bothered me. Still, it still tugged on something, right? So it's going to fuck all of us up, but the ones that have done all the deep dives are not going to be as in shock as somebody that never yeah. heard of this shit. You know, if you've never heard of adrenochrome, if you've never heard, and there's a lot of people, among, uh, no, tons, a ton. tons, I would say most. Yes, probably most, right? So they get this dropped. I be- really believe, man. I think it's all. D- I I think, and it might not be this generation. It might be a hundred years from now. But I believe when it does happen, that everyone has kind of been set up to help the other, to help humanity, because government's not fucking saving us. And I'm sorry, Donald Trump's not saving us. It's only us that are going to save us. And. We, that doesn't get taught anywhere, though. No, no. Well, they you know they want you to. Uh, everyone in charge always wants you to think that's you know whoever's in charge is there for your best interest, and they're going to always help you and get you the next level. You know what the thing is? Everybody's just looking for somebody, and it's like I've had I have a joke similar to this, but it's like Christians are looking for Jesus or God to save them, and uh, liberals are looking for the government. And guess what? Well, people, even Republicans right now are looking for Trump to see. Yeah, him. yeah, you know? that's true. A lot of people are. Yeah, but uh, it's funny the way that I said. But I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but uh, yeah. uh, no, but it's true. But nobody's coming to save you. Like when these big, no. uh, big emergencies happen and people stay in their cities, and a, a hurricane hits their city and wipes the whole place out, and they're like come and save me like do you realize how many fucking people there are you can't say you can't you have to take it upon yourself to some point to watch after yourself and that's not the narrative right now and it's just unreasonable to think that they could take care of everybody you know it's the same way of like we're gonna have open borders and free health care and i'm like bro that's like saying that every day you open up your doors here Whoever shows up for work gets paid at the end of the day. Like, you can't do that. That's not sustainable. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where the whole Jasara and Asara comes into play. And I mean, it, in a way it is, but then it's very communism-ist where you don't really want... I mean, I always say to people, it's very simple. Like, you really want the government to be involved with everything? Go to the DMV. Yeah. Dude, any government nightmare. agency is it's a, a nightmare. fucking nightmare. The it's IRS. outdated. Yeah. All the things are outdated. <laughs> And fucking, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't want that. You don't want that. But let's just say, like, there are there is enough funds, there's enough gold, there's enough resources to kind of level the playing field. That's I know it's a very extreme thing, but there is. Uh, that's I believe way down the line. Hopefully, we see it in our lifetimes, and I think that's almost the golden age and all that, where everyone will be on the same, you know, kind of the same, um, with the same opportunity, um, and that could happen. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm kind of giving up on that whole Nassar Jassar thing right now, but I'm I'm we listen, I'm flaky. I'm flaky though. I'm flaky because I, I I one minute I am so ready to go, and the I next minute I'm like, don't think fuck all that this. it's uh like. I think that these plans are being tried. Will any one of them magically happen perfectly the way it's described? Mm. Mm. You That's know, true. I don't know. Maybe just bits and pieces of some will happen. You know the reality how you imagine stuff versus reality is always a bit shady right yeah no matter when you plan to have this place i'm sure did you is it exactly what you thought 
you no. know, or at least takes a while to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. That's like that's where like all this like simulation theory and what are we living on, and all that shit has just been coming into play more and more, I, and more and more. I really think that we are. We think we're advanced, but we're not advanced. Like, why would we? Everybody goes, okay, we're going to make robots essentially that'll heal themselves and this and that or fix themselves and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's us, bro. Like, we're just so stupid. We think we're going to use robots, which is not. Why wouldn't we put us into things like us that are made for this? You know what I mean? Like. It doesn't metal rusts. You need oil. You need this. You need that. We're living things that fucking can adapt and can heal ourselves. Yeah, I mean, like we start when we started this podcast. It was a big theme. It's like, yeah, we're. I think we're some kind of super fucking machine with no instruction book. Yeah, you know, we're a fucking tablet dropped off to a, a bunch of indigenous people. They have no idea how to charge it, what to do with it. You know, but if you if you knew it, you had to use it. It's a fucking amazing machine, and we find little life Is hacks George or whatever. George Soros really like two hundred years old. Yeah, I mean, like he's dude. I mean, that's it's interesting. I I really do agree with you, Clint, on that. That if you go back in te- in in early text, I mean, they they talk all the time about people that lived a couple hundred years so and all that stuff. Then so the people in charge now would have to have that knowledge, right? Like, true. how how yeah. would we get yes. to this point? They somebody would it's probably have on the Vatican. To, it's probably on the Vatican. So then, why it. aren't these are these are there Christians somewhere like the higher up people living for two hundred years and we just don't know about these people? Could be, could be. I mean, ultimately, that's what would have to have happened, right? If that was a knowledge that was had, where would it have gone? So the the superiors would have taken it and hidden it from everybody else and brainwashed us to just be little worker ants. Yes. Yes. And work and provide for them. And they like are super wise and eat all the mushrooms and uh, live for 200 years. Yeah. Well, it, that could be happening. It could be happening right no, now. For sure. You know, there could be people like they, there, there's, there's there's these guys. Um, I've heard many different teachers uh, talk about this meditation teachers and stuff that there's like these beings that you're talking about that are a couple hundred years old that apparently are in caves just literally meditating and just holding holding this place together and where it's at like 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 uh with the energies and stuff and there are some um in asia especially there are some places where there's monks and things that they say are very old and uh i've heard some crazy crazy stories um from from being with different indigenous people about uh these tree people and all i could really plug your mind but who are the people i don't know i'm just but i mean who i i understand that there's probably still some civilizations or people that kept the knowledge alive the whole time and have always done it but who and i'm obviously it's a rhetorical question i'm not looking for a name or something but it's like somebody nefariously hit it from the yeah. rest of us yeah. so that we would just be producers. Yeah, 100%. So worker bees. So I think I, if I had to take a stab at that, I would, I, I've been saying this for years, is I think I think the Roman Empire turned into, it never went away, it just turned into the Roman Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Um, it burned Alexandria, right, the library. Tons of hidden knowledge there. Yeah. Um, in the Vatican basement of the vatican all those chambers supposed to have all kinds of 
knowledge and, and books and text and artifacts and God knows what else. Imagine just hiding all that because you don't want your little jig to be up. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to hide these books that could save humanity because uh, we are not taxed right now because yeah. we get tax exemption. <laughs> That would ruin our tax exemption if all this <laughs> knowledge got out. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it. and then Tripoli just had someone on, um, and I've heard this before, but he had someone on, they were really going into it about, um, I like the guy's take, he was saying maybe there really was WMDs because in Iraq, I don't know if you remember this, in Iraq, do you remember when they just started destroying all of the... Um, yeah, ancient ancient ruins and ancient like just destroying and bombing them. Like, what the fuck is that? Um, and and one of his guests, I can't. It's it's slipping my name. It's slipping my head right now. But it's uh, he I think was saying they were hidden in there. Well, yeah, they're saying it was a Stargate. Like maybe they're fighting for a Stargate and time travel and things like that. And they knew that, and that was a weapon of mass destruction. Because remember, a lot of times the elites, it's some kind of karmatic thing where they have to tell you so before they do the, something. So one of the temples was a uh, um stargate yeah uh, what's a stargate stargate is like a uh pass it's, it's a to pol- another yeah it could be a dimension. portal a portal to another okay. dimension a portal to another um to another universe to another to time travel they were like sneaking around the universe and tickling our butthole yeah i couldn't say <laughs> <laughs> yeah man project looking glass whenever i think of project looking glass i feel like the machine is like you ever see in south park when the guys what is sit on the dick looking at glass again? you ever see that when he's got the, the little uh the the teacher when he had that little machine on South Park, when he had that machine where oh, he, yeah, the yeah, dildo yeah. goes up his butt yeah. and he's got to suck on it to, to get it to, to get it to move. To and everyone's yeah, using yeah, these drive cool the car or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, every time I hear Project Looking Glass, I think that's the device they got to sit on to. Like they got to sit okay, on. So what's Project Looking Glass? Um, well, it's tied in with Trump a lot too. It's it's um it's this whole thing. I think I'm I'm I think I know Q spoke about it a bunch of times. We could have James on and he really go deep, but it's it's basically synopsis it's it's uh it's time travel technology okay now it's more of something that they say they say trump they say trump possesses it which <laughs> would make sense that's every time this uh, dude every time i hear it, I, I, my sick brain just goes there i just think of them like i think we're getting a clue and they're just sitting on this thing just like, <laughs> i've got a giant clue yeah <laughs> and it's it's like it's not like back to the future time travel where you could like actually go there you s- just see you see what's happening like it's something you so know. like uh your um Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Yeah. You just can look and you're like, That's me as a boy. Yeah. Well I think yeah. I don't know if you can go backwards. What? Maybe. No, I'm confused. You, you can go only forward. look into the future? Yeah, I believe so. I didn't I didn't read that chapter. But so <laughs> if you can only go into the future, then you could always change it when you come yeah, back. Well exactly. So then it's never what you looked at. <laughs> Fuck, dude. It's even wrong. I'm not high enough for this. <laughs> but you're <laughs> the right. The future's even wrong. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you're right. And they're saying, like... <laughs> you can't even see the correct future. <laughs> that's how dumb we just... Either we're really dumb or that idea's really dumb. No, but you're right, right? It was like you look into it. Oh, man. But what the fuck? Who knows, man? Who knows that parallel universes and fucking... I, I, I've been saying it forever. And I'll say it again. I feel like something changed after 2012. I do. I just feel like now it could just be me because of my age and, you know, just kind of like, I, but I don't know. I feel like something really shifted, man. I think something, I don't think it was this bang, boom, like overnight thing. I think it was no, very slow. 
Like we were talking about the, all these projects. Yeah. Well, they could be know? fucking with all kinds of things. CERN, they could all be fucking with things that are yeah. changing. And and that's the thing. They go, this is what it's designed to do. But ultimately, in the implementation of it, it may morph into, you know. I'll think about that, too. How many times did someone give you someone a drug for something? And then it turns out. Exactly. You know, LSD. Yeah. Like, how did that work out? That whole program. Yeah. They thought it was going to be a mind control. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they literally almost got the whole fucking world to fucking. Wake up. Drop out. Yeah. Just they were like, fuck. Fuck. We're yeah. such idiots. We yeah. gave them the porthole here to open yeah. their mind up. We need to shut this door. Yeah. I mean, they fried a, f- a few, but yes. <laughs> I mean. They weren't ready for I that. mean, and, and. Do you and think those people that got fried on acid just saw the future for really what it was? And they were like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, I do. We're fucked. I do. I do. I think that's what happened with uh, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. I do. I think. I, he, listen, he was. He killed people. That's not cool. You know, no, it's not for cool sure. at all. But uh, his manifesto, I know it's not the nicest or the most popular thing to say, but his manifesto <laughs> is pretty spot on. Man. <laughs> and that uh, dude was cooked. They cooked him. Yeah. He was one of those Harvard uh, uh, students where they cooked his fucking brain with acid. Oh, yeah. And like the acid, like the, the shit that was, you know, that Hoffman fucking made. Like, like, yeah. The original. And, like, yeah. Like, you don't. They were like, whoa, we got to dial this back. Yeah, they cooked him. They cooked him. They cooked Ramdas. You know, he was Richard Alpert, and then he turned to Ramdas, so he went another way. They, they and used what him. did Hootie kill? No, he didn't kill anyone. He, <laughs> he enlightened a lot of hippies. Uh, <laughs> he wrote Be Here Now. Like He went oh, the other okay, way. Okay, okay. And then you have Timothy Leary, who was kind of in the middle of all of that. And he, as much as I love Dr. I love Timothy Leary. I love the guy. But I have to put a big asterisk. He 100% controlled opposition. 100% worked with the CIA. 100% was a plant. What and about Manson, too? Manson... Did not come from that same... Not Harvard, but that's... You're right. You're in the same area of where... That's the same... He um, came from the government LSD deal. Yeah. So, so yeah. that it, it, The Harvard experiments were a little different. It was very smart people. that They were, like, in the early, early days. And then those were the people that kind of brought the LSD out to New York and then San Francisco. Got it. So, it kind of started, like... Boom, there with the government, and then it just, and those are the three, I'm sure there's a bunch more people, those are the three famous ones that I know of. Um, I'm sure there's, if you look into it, there's there's more. Um, you know, uh, but that's, uh, that's one of my favorite topics, and, and just that whole talk about something that probably got away and went wrong, but there's so many cool things, man. There's that book about Charles Manson. Um, I, I read it over quarantine, oh my God, about him with the LSD and and how he just was like, clearly was what the government, he was an asset to them. Yeah. Because the amount of crimes that he would just commit and get out and people that were in his cult would say, you know, just the amount of LSD he would have and how he would, he just, he used it as a, um, as a, as a weapon for sure. What was he doing for the government? <laughs> Allegedly. Well, that, <laughs> that we don't really know. Uh, but we just know that from this book, we know that he... He definitely was working. Hunt, like, there's a clinic, dude, and as soon as his book got published, 40 years later, as soon as his book gets published, the clinic goes away. It was operating since the fucking 60s. <laughs> this book gets published, and they talk about this clinic that Charlie used to go to. It was like a, you know, it was like one of those, like a, like a, for chicks to get, you know, checked up and STDs and birth control and all uh-huh. that stuff. It was like a clinic in, in Haight-Ashbury. Yeah, where that, you could you know, get acid? Well, there was some shady shit. I mean, what all of the girl, all of Charlie's girls would get, you know, checked up there, 
and Manson would go there a lot. And there was this doctor, and there's definitely he was definitely his handler, and he was actually a parole officer. And the only person that he was a fucking parole officer for was Charles Manson. And every time Charlie get in trouble, big crimes, boom, he would just be in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. So that's he doesn't really connect. This guy's not a conspiracy theorist that wrote this book, but he's like, here's what he the guy spent thirty years researching this. It was supposed to be a quick article on Manson, and he just went his whole life, and he's claims over and over he's not and i believe him they is not a conspiracy theorist but here's what i found and it's crazy man like the supposedly like there's um for sure that there was videos uh that the uh, different police officers uh recovered in the tate mansion of um of uh polanski of roman polanski um having sharon tate raped on film by all these different like masked men and him watching and filming it so I mean, who knows, man? Who the fuck knows? Like that dude—that's another uh, Roman Polanski. That's another. Uh, think about that layer in that whole yeah. story. Like that's his wife. Very strange, man. A very strange thing. I believe it really hurts me to say this. I believe Manson, and this is just me kind of p- grabbing and putting some stuff together. But I—I I, I believe Manson, and I hate to fucking say this right now. And I believe Manson. I believe the Grateful Dead were both used by LSD. One, Manson, I think there's more to the whole Manson thing, but this crazy LSD cult leader to shock people like, whoa, we shouldn't be touching this shit. Like, this guy had a cult, and look how far he went. He killed this actress, and they did horrible, disgusting things. And then with the Grateful Dead, then I think there's a whole bunch of people that say, oh, well, I don't care. I know what acid is, whatever. Uh, I'm not going to get like that and still do it. And then what do they do? And I'm one of those people. I'm a deadhead. I love them. They follow the Grateful Dead around for 50 years. To this day, they're still doing it. You say, why does that, what does that, what does that matter? What does that mean? Well, in the 60s, 69, 70, the summer of love, right? The world was changing. The awakening was happening. All those, a lot of those artists were talking anti-war, even though you can say a lot of Laurel Canyon or whatever. But there was a lot of artists out there that maybe we didn't. They, they, everything was about revolution. Fuck war. The, they wanted Vietnam over. You know, they were changing things. Um, uh, a lot of unity. A lot of things they didn't like. Right? Counterculture was was a big thing. And then what I think happens is is I think the Grateful Dead comes in, and I hate to say it. I mean, they have a very occult. Grateful Dead's music very occult. A lot of as as I get older, I start uncovering lyrics and songs and things where I'm like, wow. But they never talk about they never talk about change. They never talk about uh, political shit. They never talk about they had the they had the, the 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 attention of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in every city that followed them, and they kind of just kept them in the psychedelic circle and bubble and kept going and going. You know what I'm saying? And I, I believe those acid tests and all that stuff, They, I, I, I th- I, I'm pretty sure. And there's a lot of evidence. I'm not saying all of the guys, but some of those guys, I, I feel, were, were, they, they, were, they were handled by, by the CIA. It's very... Uh, in the Grateful Dead? Yeah. Yeah. It's very... Uh, the, I, it's one of my favorite topics to, to read books on, on different members and different guys that, have, that produced all the acid. I love it. It's one of my favorite deep dives to do. And the more I look and <laughs> see things, I'm like, fuck, this band was. But, you know, that's that's just what it is, man. You, you, you find out about once you once you start awakening, you see everything around you is fucked up. So what was <laughs> the CIA trying to do with with the dead? Yeah. 
So what I think that's what I was trying to get at. What I think they did is they took a, this this generation that was ready to change and and go for something. This is totally me just guessing. I didn't. I've never heard this theory or anything. Um, I I believe that they took a generation that was ready to make big big changes and kind of just stuck them in a loop and just had them follow them around for years and years and years. And yeah, they were happy and peaceful, but they didn't go march. They didn't go change anything. They just had to follow the dead around. Because they were sedated enough with Well, the yeah, and, and, and honestly, man, the, de- the dead is very, uh, like, <laughs> a lot of the music is fucking very, uh, it's very occult. It's all over the dead. Uh, Owsley said, Owsley said, that's the guy, I don't know if you know who Owsley is. I would love to do an episode on Owsley. One of the most fascinating people I've ever come across. So Owsley created the Wall of Sound. Um, he created uh, some other things, but he also was the chemist of LSD. Like the best yellow sunshine. I mean, he was the guy. The wall of sound, the speakers. Yeah, okay. yeah. Where he, the dead would actually lose money because the sound that he would set up every night <laughs> was so crazy, and how he had to get transported. But it was just the most amazing experience ever. Um, but he was way ahead of his time. Nuts, whatever. Um, nuts in a good. When I say nuts, if anyone's listening, I I love Owsley. It's in a good way. First or second time he ever heard them. He was at an uh, acid test because these have the big Kool-Aid. I don't know if you know about that. They have the Kool-Aid, and then they, they call them acid tests. And everyone would just drink the Kool-Aid with a lot of acid in it, like heavy-duty shit. And they would just play and play and play. And uh, Owsley, the first or second time he heard them, he said, the, the, you guys are uncovering some shit. You, you guys are doing some occultic. You're uncovering some shit. You're playing with things I don't even think you understand. And he was ex- he'd always say to them like when they were young, like, you guys don't even know what you're messing with. You're tapped into something that you don't. So I just would take little pieces of things, like from what he would say, and then some of their songs, and then I, and and a lot of their symbolism. Uh, I know that Bob Bob Weir has been at the Bohemian Grove a couple of times. That's kind of weird. Um, is that a graphic guy? No, Bob Weir is uh, is one of the guitar players. Who did all their graphics, all the bears and all uh, that uh, shit? Well, Bear Owsley created that. Uh, he created that, yeah, and the Steal Your Face. That's from Bear, who was their sound but also i think he's got man he was a i don't know if he was a manager at one point some kind of credits but you know he was uh really he was the acid man he was the acid man um i mean there's tons of bands from the 60s that talk about bear or owsley or credit him not very many pictures he won't let you take pictures of him so there's only a few pictures of him on the internet um i wish i got to fucking see he, you know i wish i got to uh hear him talk or met him because he I didn't realize he was that accessible like towards the end of his life you could have found him on Grateful Dead lot I wish I knew that but I didn't know more about him until later on but my point is uh I don't want to bore listeners about the Grateful Dead right now but I do believe that they were set up and I think that there's so you know I think that there are so many of these things that honey honey pots they call them right or just traps just to get us stuck you know same thing with conspiracies man there's so what's the new one <sighs> well the phone Right, the phone, the yeah. apps. But is there no live? Um, uh, oh, bands or anything like that. Well, I think the new think? thing is like the is like hip hop and rap, and I think it's just now it's just so in your face. Now it's like, I mean, do you ever watch some of these rap videos? I mean, dude, they look like what you would think a Slayer video would look like. You ever like watch Billie Eilish I- Eilish videos or whatever? Um, not really. No, <laughs> but if you did, you'd be like, wait, why? This is a pop. This is a pop video. You'd be like, wait. If you put it with no sound, though, you think it's like a Marilyn Manson video or something. Yeah. You're like, wait, what's going on here? So it's all over now. Now it's just so blatant. Back then, it was very... So they, like, uh, has Billie Eilish been to uh, Epstein Island? That's a good one. I don't know. Uh, you know who... Uh, Tommy would know. He He's obsessed with fucking <laughs> with that girl. 
Mm. You would know. I don't know. I'm not sure about the, uh, Epstein Island. But um, right, because that would be allegedly the story that for her to get that big and have been talked to, at some point she would have to be tied into that some way. Him. I mean, not I think there's other Epstein, other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's Island, other Bohemian Grove. Whatever yeah. The fuck. Yeah. There's all different traps that they can be in, and you know, yeah. I think Epstein uncovered the blackmail thing that we all kind of said for years we knew was happening but i think he showed that yeah this is real yeah that you get if you want to get that next level they got you doing something that yeah. you don't want the world to see yeah and most likely it's something very illegal you know it's funny because uh i think a long time ago it's probably like gay shit now everyone's like all right so yeah suck exactly. dick, big deal exactly all right like it's more like are you, are you making fun of me because i try to experiment yeah like, it'll blow up. now i think now yeah that would blow dark. up he's like what do you mean i was you know like yeah like back in the day fuck yeah if they had that like on a president if a president you know what i mean yeah. that's like enough probably but now you know it's got to be some dark shit oh man um so it's like man i i don't know i i i do want to go back to what we were saying in the beginning that and maybe this could help even one person is i think we all have this feeling that we are waiting for something and I'm going to do my best to just live in the moment, in the day. And like I said, it's going to be very challenging for me as an event planner, booker. Um, it's hard because it's always about the next event. It's always about the next show. Um, I put that sticker up in the office. I don't know if you saw it. It says one show at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. I was like, I, I got to just remember this. Um, so I'd like to live that way. Um, I feel like the whole world, I know that's like always like a very simple uh thing right that they say in every spiritual practice you know one day at a time or yeah. live in the moment it's very clear but i feel like right now we got to do it more than ever because we don't know what's gonna happen well and people freak out but look at your life right now today yeah it's all you got it's right not really that bad you know even if you're on either side right now there's not much going on you know what i mean like yeah. settle down that's the thing every day though mm -hmm. No matter, usually, no matter who's in charge, like, your day-to-day -day life, not usually that much different. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. And that's the whole thing. I um, well, I struggled with uh, anxiety a long time ago, and I met this, this really awesome dude, and he taught me uh, his, he had this book, and he taught me how to, like, deal with it, right? It was, like, a mm -hmm. weird time in my life. I was about to lose a restaurant, um... It was hard. I didn't, you know, it was rough. And he was an acupuncturist and um, he taught me all this shit. And he was like, he was just read this, wrote this book. I think it was called The Worry-Free Process, if I could give the guy his props. Um, and he just wrote it and he was like, he saw that I was all messed up with anxiety. And he was like, could I work my book process through you and see if it works? I'm like, sure. And basically, just to boil the guy's book down, which is, I don't know if it's a nice thing to do, but whatever, is basically like, checking yourself and are you are you in danger right now like if you're getting that and i haven't had anxiety like that since I, and it was like basically like you know are you in are you how, what kind of danger are you in right now if you're feeling that way and if you're yeah. not if you're in serious danger okay you got to check and do so but most of the time you're not like you just said clint most of the time you're not and what you'll like about this is i should probably get this guy on for a clint files because he's local actually i definitely should get him on a clint file for you what he would say is, and he'd make me do this in my office, if you start feeling that way, just do push-ups, do jumping jacks, expel that energy because you just got dumped all these endorphins because we're just tribal whatever people and we're not used to being in these cubicles and on phones and screens and get, so we're wired that that's a bear coming at you. That's a lion coming at you. Yeah. 
So it's actually like you were saying earlier about the body is designed to actually help you fight or run. Yeah. But when you're sitting at your desk and you're reading a phone that just freaked you out that the landlord says, you know, if you don't pay, he's going to kick you out. But you still have your place. You know, so he would say the quick way, if it already happened, if you already got that dump and you, you weren't used to the, the whole process before, he was like, just do push ups and it would work. You just yeah. boom, bang it out. And then all of a sudden you just took you just took something negative and turned into a positive. Because that's what your body, you know, it needs to run. Yeah. If you could, he would say, if you could run, I'm like, dude, I can't run. I, in the middle of a restaurant, I can't like run around there. So he's like, do, do push-ups, do jumping jacks. And that's I would do it. And boom, you expel it. And you're like, whoa. And then I would, once I figured that method out, I would listen to his other methods. And like I said, like, are you in great danger? And most of the time, I would check it all the time. It's like, no. Yeah, man. I had a, I had a fucking, I had many failures before success. I had a restaurant. I had a, a business that. It, it should have worked, but it didn't. And my rent was way too high. And I couldn't pay it. And that feeling of the landlord. And, you know, people calling and asking, when are you going to pay? When are you going to pay? And I was just... And they never locked the doors. I finally just said, I can't do this anymore. And I figured it out. You know what I mean? But you always had that fear. Like, are my employees going to be standing out? You know, and it was all this fake stuff I put yeah. in my head that was never there. It wasn't happening. I wasn't in... And, and like he would even say, even if uh, he would say, okay, they just took your restaurant from you. Now what? What happens? Are you still like, you're not dead. You're not physically hurt, right? You're going to figure it out. It sucks, you know? And it's, 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 it's a lot simpler than... It is simple. Like, you know? people get themselves... See, <clears throat> I think, like I said, dealing with the... I was terrified a lot of times, riding. Yeah. And I think dealing with that on a regular basis mm-hmm. gave me a... a better perspective of everything you know don't sweat the small stuff and it's ultimately like your parents are like my parents are around and that's one thing that i always used to get worried about you know but it's like what are you gonna do spend the whole time that they're around worrying that they're gonna die yeah you know what i mean and you might as well just enjoy the time yeah enjoy now because that's what you got right yeah yeah and that's everything yeah that's true man that's literally all you got (laughs) It's, you know, boils down to a lot of, uh, like I said, cliches and books and stuff that I read, but it's, you're right. All you got is right now, right here, right now. That's it, man. And all you can do, and this is circles back to something I also used to do on those days when I was really, uh, nervous about something or even, you know, before you go to an event, what's the event going to be like? What's the ramp setup going to be like? So you get nervous about it, but worrying about it a week before doesn't help you. So you just go through all your motions and then you get there and then your first thing is setting everything up and you set everything up as safe as possible. And then you practice as safe as possible. And all it is is just handling one task after the other because you can't you, you don't know what the show's going to be like till you've set up and done yep. practice. And there's so many steps for you to get all the way there that to freak out about the end game when you don't really. You don't know any of the parts yet. You know, man, I bet what I was just saying about expelling that, I feel like being a, doing what you do would be like a little bit of a cheat code. I mean, obviously not everyone can do it, no. but if you're freaking out, like you hit fucking some jump or something crazy, like you just fucking, you went, like you, you ran and, and you kind of fought because you just did some crazy, like it's a way to almost get a double, like get all that adrenaline out. Boom. Well, I... I'll get to that one. I do work out a lot. I just realized that I was thinking about um, handling situations and it's much more 
uh, easy for me to handle a situation calmly and just take in what's going on and assess it and then just handle it calmly uh, if I have worked out. And that's the thing. People, I do like freak out too. And that's why I do all the things I do so that I'm not in the position to freak out and yeah. just to be calm, you know, and uh, just go, okay, we're going to handle it. Um, but yes, riding uh, definitely helps because it is, you get adrenaline and you uh, tire yourself. But the other thing, uh, people would always say to me, you must be an adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm which I don't really think I am because I don't like hitting uh, shit for the first time and being scared of it. Yeah. I like jumping it and then I like getting into it. And somebody once said, I forget it was a guest on Rogan. Actually, he was like, those people aren't, um, they're not adrenaline junkies. They're flow junkies Mm. because doing the things together makes Mm -hmm. it way easier to get into a flow state. And the best races I've ever had, Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even, I was thinking about other things. Like I was just flowing. So I didn't understand what it was at the time. You were thinking about other young. things or you're just so tunnel vision. No, no, I was thinking about where we were going to have a dinner and I was just walking away from everybody. And it's because I had gotten into such a flow. Riding is a lot of, it's a lot of flow because think about like, um, even if you meditate, right, you're mm-hmm. supposed to move your concentration to to all your chakras and everything yeah, it's one, yeah. and spots on your body. And that's all riding is the whole time. It's moving your vision to the entry of the turn. You have to set up for that. Boom. As soon as you get into that, you have to hit the exit of the turn with your eyes. Now you're trying to gauge your throttle to there. Now you're boom, the next obstacle. So that's all it is, is it's forcing you to be like, yes. boom, yes. boom. It's exactly forcing you to get into flow. Yeah. That's, that's very extreme. That's an extreme one, but, but for a lot sure. of, a lot of, but, but a lot of, you're right. A lot of, um, a lot of things that take a lot of skill, they make you get out of your head because you're not going to be able to do it. No. You know, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to shoot an arrow straight if you're not doing everything that you got to do to shoot that arrow straight. You just won't. Same with even shooting a gun, really. Obviously, you got to learn any of these things enough that you can then get into a flow state because before that, you're going to have to be concentrating on all your form and everything. So, yeah, but I feel like, yeah, but I feel like that concentration, how could you worry about your rent when you're worrying about your form? Right. You know, and if you if you do it the other way, you're just going to be shitty at it. You're going to hurt yourself or hurt someone, whatever you're doing. Right. Well, and so that's motor motocross. I mean, that was the other uh, which I mean, you did hit on it, but that was the other benefit is that everything else has to fall away or yeah. you're going to kill yeah, yourself. Yeah, you'll fucking die. <laughs> I mean, dude, I do it for for me it sounds so corny, but it's true. Uh in the kitchen. When I'm in the kitchen and it's packed, I am in. Oh, it's just a, I'm I'm do. a machine. I don't even I just boom. It's like I don't even know. I know I'm actually very aware of who's around me, but it's like boom, I'm just getting those plates out. I am just you know, it's See, like See, that's your flow. It's state. like it's just not dangerous. Yeah. I mean, you could burn yourself or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's can, Karen's can be pretty dangerous, man. You're a fuck up, some, you're a fuck up a Karen's burger. <laughs> it's pretty. It's, it you can get be, yelled at. You can get ugly. You've seen it actually. Yeah, you can get yelled at you've too. Seen it, you've seen. So it's all everything but like um, severe injury for the most death, but you can still get injured and you could get your feelings hurt. Yeah, no, but but yeah, I think yeah, something like like exactly or, or cooking or whatever is is got a lot less than I could get in the flow state because it's just that's my thing and I got to do it. But yes, putting yourself in a high risk thing. I don't think you should go ride a dirt bike, but archery, 
or there's other things you have to do. There's just so much involved yeah. that you, there's nothing. And it's just, it's a, people will say it's almost meditative, like swimming, la- like proper lap swimming. Right. Right. Not but it's easier to get into. And this is a good way for people to meditate that yes. can't sit and yes. meditate. That's yes. how, that's how I realized uh, when I heard that about the flow state of riding, I realized that because I'm so like, ah, like I could never sit and meditate when I was young. And that's what sports were for me mm-hmm. and especially riding. It's so true, man. Um, and it, it really, whenever I get frustrated about anything, I work out or ride or something like that and try to exert my energy and just get into something where you just focus on that mm-hmm. and then you're like a new person or take a nap i like to nap <laughs> <laughs> yeah man but that that is so true I, I remember i got into meditation pretty early and my friends would all say i can't do that and a lot of my friends would fish and they were really good fishermen and they would not talk and they and i would be like i remember one time i was pretty young and i'm like you just meditated and he's like what i'm like i'm telling you man i was watching the way you're just because he was this my one friend is always say i have add i can't meditate but when it was fishing time he was serious you know what i mean and he always caught the fish like he took it very serious and i, I remember telling him that on a ride home from a fishing trip one day i'm like dude you were meditating and, and i think ever since i said it to him that's the way he has to he goes to the river and now he th- says wow i am in a, in a flow or meditative state um all right clint we got a big show tonight so i think it's time we got to wrap it up even though we could probably talk for another hour also guys we have um we got quite a few guests lined up, um, and I'm pretty sure almost all of these guests, everyone that listens is familiar with for the most part. Because, um, So, yeah, I'm excited. We have quite a few coming up. I don't know exactly when, um, but we have three lined up that are very exciting. I can't wait. Um, any of you guys that see me on Tommy's Discord at night when we get loose, when we're four deep in, sometimes I'm ten deep in, um, that's a lot of fun. I love you guys. It's awesome. The Swarm you're my family and i love you guys guys sam tripoli i know we have a lot of sam tripoli people here sam tripoli will be at the dojo of comedy east in new jersey mars plains december 18th right hold on let me double check because i always get my dates mixed up hold on one second december 19th see i've been saying that like crazy we're hoping he's going to come the 18th that's a friday but he's definitely here on the 19th um sam will be here december 19th tickets are not on sale yet uh, Sam and I are trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do with the limited capacity and how we're going to make sure everyone can get in and, and have a lot of fun. I have a couple great ideas that when he gets back from Philly, I'm going to talk to him about, check him out. He's on the road in Philly right now in Helium. Um, I was just going to ask you questions, but it doesn't sound like you know. Um, so we have the Dojo of Comedy going. Clint, Clint and I run that. Um, Got to thank Clint for all the work he does to, to get that room running. Um, and we have uh, some amazing lineups. Tonight's lineup is insane. I know it w- this will be up after the show, but we're doing a show for the veterans. I might just do it right now. So maybe it will be. And if, yeah, if somebody listens that fast, which I'm going to hit everyone in the Discord, maybe they will. I've been saying it. Veterans get in for free. Next week, we have a stacked lineup. So Wednesdays is the show. Wait, wait. People ask me all the time, when, when do I go to the dojo? Well, I mean, any weekend's awesome because we, you have to be... We only put on really good shows, and we, we cut out the, the fluff and the bullshit uh, years ago, really, but now it's very serious. We don't just put out garbage. So every Saturday, you're going to get a headliner. Like, for example, this Saturday, Jim Florentine's headlining, and then you'll see somebody like Clint or Big Nick or some of our other friends that pop in. You'll see them you know, do a, a quick spot. But on Wednesdays, we get loose. 
I learned from Sam at Comedy Chaos. I'm not saying we are comedy store level yet, but we have some killers from all over the country that come in on Wednesdays. Some come unannounced. Sometimes we have problems like I have right now where I got to figure out how to fit everyone in 90 minutes because we have so many comics. That are you have a bunch, too much comics. Too many comics, but they're all really good. A lot of headliners. So Wednesday is the day. Well, if they were bad, it would be easy to get rid of them. <laughs> the true. <laughs> Very true. But we want to get them in. And, and, and so Wednesday is a showcase show. That's, that's, that's where people ask all the time, what's a good night? It's Wednesday. I know it's a rough night. It's the middle of the week. But that is the time. That's the day. And now, obviously, every weekend we have people like Sam Tripoli and... And, and Florentine and all these big names. Mark Norman was just here. Those are the weekend shows. But Wednesday is when we have fun, and that's when it really becomes a dojo. Um, so, yeah, check us out, guys. Follow us. Please, if you listen to this podcast and you like it, can you please um, subscribe and like it or leave a review for us? That really helps us out. Um, yeah, Freethinker TV is our Instagram handle. Uh, Clint, do you want to say anything about our sponsor, Hero Soap? Um, I'm going to play the video at the beginning. Oh, good, good, good. But... Um, and thank you to the guys that uh, I can't remember your guys' screen names right now, but the guys on YouTube, um, we got a couple guys that always comment like uh, every podcast. So appreciate hearing from you guys. And um, Freethinker. Shit, I need to update that. That's right. Freethinker. TV will be updated soon. Um, and TiffsComedy. Com for shows here. And that's it. Thanks so Later, much. everybody.